Is it called Two Truths and a Lie or Two Lies and a Truth? (laughs) I don't remember which one's actually the game, but it got me to thinking about how our brains can keep us locked into some lies that we tell ourselves that keep us from moving forward. I want to talk about a truth that I think we can lean into to help us with that. I hope you'll join me. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy Ridenauer, wife, mom of four, and unorganized professional organizer. Yep, I just admitted that. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized that there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, productivity should fit the way your brain thinks. Someone once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it's stupid. Well, fish, (laughs) let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn to swim with the current of your life. It's time to say yes to unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose joy. So I disappeared for like two and a half weeks. (laughs) I never know whether to address it or not, because if you're listening to this not in real time, you have no clue that I went anywhere and it's okay. But if you're one of my regular listeners who just sort of counts on putting me in your ears while you work, you know, I'm sorry I was gone. I was in a bit of a funk and I never want to come on here and fake it, I guess. I just, if I'm in a point where the advice I'm giving feels false or contrived in any way. I guess I just don't feel like I'm doing the right thing. The whole point of this podcast was that I felt like so much advice out there felt so condescending. Like somebody had the answer and you were too stupid to have tried it out. (laughs) I don't know. So I just want to make sure you all understand I am in this journey with you. I have no quick fixes. I am not even saying, hey, look at me on the other end. I figured it all out. What I am saying is as part of this journey and as having the unique experience of being an organizer, I do know some things that don't work and I want us to quit listening to lies that are not helpful to our brains. With that being said, lots of different things going on. None of them particularly impactful other than I just, you know, we have, we have highs and we have lows. (laughs) And it was just not the most productive few weeks for me. So anyway, feeling much more productive today. I'm excited to share what I want to talk to you about. And with that, I want to just move forward into it. So two lies and a truth. I think sort of in this stuck season that I've been in, recently, this excuse, I guess, that I kept giving myself 
that I wasn't admitting was a lie helped me to say, you know what, I want to come out here and talk to you guys too in case it's something that's keeping you stuck. So the first one is I kept waiting this entire fall to get into what I call a rhythm. I think the excuse we normally lie to ourselves about is as soon as we've got our routine. As soon as our routine is established, we'll be able to get our house in order because we'll know exactly when to work, how the the time blocks will work, who's going to be where when. I am at least savvy enough to know these days that my life never will be a routine. It just won't. I I don't think my brain would ever allow it to be a routine (laughs) because I'm going to seek the novelty and I'm going to shake it up the moment it feels routine anyway. But I had gotten to situations where I was like, this is our rhythm. This is our fall rhythm. However, things were really weird this year. I mean, I have one that has launched into life and we had different things surrounding getting him going. I have one that was going back for a second year of school, but things were a little different about that. I have one that's a senior. Anybody who has a senior, the weight as an ADHD parent on not screwing up dates for your senior and all the things that just keep plowing into your life that have to be done. It's anxiety inducing and Then I've had some things around my mom and my grandmom and just, I could not get into the rhythm of fall. I kept thinking, oh, it'll start. Oh, it'll start. Oh, it'll start. And it's just, it's a lie that I kept telling myself, like, as soon as I get into this routine or this rhythm, as soon as I get past this event, then I'll have the time to do that. As soon as I get past this date, that'll be when sort of the fall launches and I get into all the things I want to do around the podcast and with the website and creating these accountability groups. And guys, it's just not happening. I can't seem to break free of the next thing long enough to get myself going. And so I guess this sort of two and a half weeks that I've been hovering in the background, it's I guess a little bit of mourning over I had all these great ideas that I wanted to do and I'm not executing them. I'm allowing myself to have this excuse of waiting for the right time. And I know well enough that there isn't going to be a right time. I have to figure out how to push through when there isn't a routine, when there isn't a rhythm, when there isn't a great expanse before the next event that I have to focus on that I have left to the last minute and I'm urgently working on (laughs) is going to happen. And so we'll talk about how to hopefully sort of get past some of this and what I'm doing now to try and move forward. But I just, if that is a lie you're telling yourself, I don't want it to be depressing. I just want it to be realistic. Like, let's quit waiting for this. Well, when this happens, I'll be ready to start. When this happens, I'll I'll get going. Let's give that lie no more power. Second one. And this is a hard one too. It is this belief that we're going to find the thing that helps us crack the code on our brain. Then that'll fix everything. I I just, I need to find the right coach. I need to find the right advice. I need to find the right technique. I I need to find the right medicine. I need to find, all of that can certainly be helpful. 
super helpful. And I don't want people to quit trying to work with a doctor or work with a a coach or work with anybody that you want to work with to help improve the way you're progressing in your life. But I don't want you to think there's some magical quick fix that's going to suddenly change who we are. And I don't want that to sound depressing either. I think there's a lot of power in knowing if we've been leaning on that crutch that we need to stop. I don't know. There's just this, for me, I attribute it to I've been aging and I'm dealing with hormonal changes (laughs) and my body does not react the way it used to when I was younger. And I've been putting on weight and I've been frustrated in it and I keep thinking I'm going to just tweak one thing and then my body's going to respond and it's all going to be fine. And I think I'm part of coming to this realization that my body is new and different and I just have to have a new perspective about it has led me to go, how much have I been leaning on that as a crutch for my brain as well? My brain is not something that needs a quick fix. It's something that I need to gain more knowledge around and understand more so that I can live my best life with it. (laughs) And that's what I want us to do. Let's quit telling ourselves those two lies and let's say, well, okay, but I'm, I'm in a rough spot right now and I need to figure out how to move forward when I'm feeling overwhelmed and with a lack of energy and with a lack of motivation and with a, a lack of urgency to actually start making changes, what can I do? What I hope is this helpful truth will at least get you to take steps forward. This helpful truth is that I think we can chunk, C-H-U-N-K, <laughs> not a great speller. I have no idea why I decided to spell that. I may or may not edit that part out. We're going to chunk our way forward. And what I mean by this is I had gone to visit my mom and help her with her storage area because it was becoming unsafe and it was just unorganized and she was looking for some things. And so I went to visit her and I spent a day And I knew I couldn't do it all. I knew I couldn't tear the whole thing apart and organize it all and put it back together perfectly in the time frame that I had. And so I had to tell myself, what is the most important thing and how can I take steps towards it? The most important thing was her to be safe while she's digging around in there. The way forward with that is that I needed to not have any boxes piled on top of boxes where she would be trying to lift or move something that she had no business lifting and moving. So what I did, and I can share some pictures of my before and after. They're not dramatic. I'll actually drop these in the Facebook group if you are a part of that and want to see them. Or if you are not a part of it and you want to join, you go to bit.ly slash community. These aren't dramatic before and afters, guys. This is an evidence of taking a chunk of time, a chunk of space, a chunk of knowledge, and making it a little bit better. What I did is I just set myself a 15-minute timer that I just kept putting on repeat so that I could keep track of the time I was spending and the time that I had. I emptied out just enough space to install two new um, shelves 
And then I took the stuff that I pulled out and I said, okay, how can I make this work to the best that I can onto the shelves that I've given her? What can I transfer into some clear containers so that she's not trying to dig through cardboard boxes? I made a lot of difference in the time that I had. It's not perfect. It's better. And sometimes better is the chunk that we need to step into. Another example of that is when I got home, (laughs) my teen kids had been here on their own. They're very independent and I love them about that. They're great. And, you know, they cooked themselves some meals and they had practices to come and go from and they took care of the dogs. So when I got back, my husband was traveling too. So when I got back, (laughs) the kitchen looked like it had blown up. And that's okay. You know, I should have said, you know, if you're going to do this, you also have to clean it up. But I was already leaning so much on them in the midst of get yourself off to school and take care of your dogs each morning. And when you get back, make sure the dogs are good again and take care of your meals and get yourself to practices and make sure your homework's on top of things. So also asking them to make sure the house was spotless when I got home would have been ridiculous because I don't keep it spotless for myself. (laughs) I'm being honest. When I walked in and I was like, oh, and the kitchen could have been overwhelming and a little defeating and I was a little exhausted from just the traveling up and back and the work that I had done for my mom, such that I just, I didn't want to deal with the kitchen. I just didn't. So that first night home, I went to bed and I got up the next morning and, you know, they always say, don't leave, you know, don't wake up in the morning to a dirty kitchen. (laughs) Wow, wow, whatever (laughs) I was too tired to deal with it that night. Um, So yeah, I had it to face the next morning. And the way that I could handle it is I broke this clean the kitchen, which is an overwhelming giant one step process into just clear out the sink so that I can start washing dishes. Then it was just unload the dishwasher so that I can load it again. Then it was just load the dishwasher and get it started. And then it was just clean off the counter that is to the left of the stove. And then it was clean off the counter that was to the right of the stove. And so on and so forth in these tiny little chunks. And sometimes I took breaks in between. And sometimes I answered a phone call or played a quick game on my phone and then looked up and I was like, I can see where I had made a chunk of progress. And it gave me the energy to do another chunk and to keep stepping forward one chunk at a time. And I had to stop midway through and I had to go run and do a pickup and a drop off. And I made another meal and it got messy again before it ever got done. And it was defeating. And then I started again the next day, one chunk at a time. So (laughs) here I am. It's a Wednesday. My kids have been off all weekend, yesterday, the day before that, and they're off today. The house continues to look like a bit of a disaster. But listening to my own advice, (laughs) I have some things in place that are going to help me. One of which is that I have my cleaners coming at four o'clock. And so in order for them to actually clean, I need to clear. I will be chunking my house into segments and I will be working on it today. If you want a work with me Wednesday type of thing, 
peek in at me at the community, the Facebook group, because I will post a picture and I will say, hey, I'm working (laughs) on this space and I'll start showing you some before and afters. I'm doing 15 minute chunks and I'm just going to break it up and I'm going to tackle it and put my nose, my nose, my head down and just do the work today because the time is going to pass and they're going to show up. And at the end of the night tonight, when they're gone and I've done the work, it's going to feel really good. I'm going to get there and so are you. So join me. This ended up being a long one. I hope I've been in your ears working while you listen. And if you need that extra motivation, please, please come over to the Facebook group and let me know you're working too. Show me your 15-minute segments of time. Show me your before and afters. It helps me too, guys. It really does. Until next time, continue to choose joy.